0: Has not the well, I'm a motherfucker, motherfucker.
1: Welcome to the party, pal! Welcome to the party, pal! The mind-bending film and television podcast you didn't know you needed. Welcome to the party, pal! It is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Head over to OsirisPod.com to learn about all the offerings and live events they have going on. That is OsirisPod.com. I am Michael Shields, and today we are here to talk about Stranger Things, Volume 1 of Season 4. That's the sci-fi horror drama television show on Netflix created by the Duffer Brothers. To help me with this conversation, we have on the program today River Jordan. River was featured in our Station Eleven part one episode, and and it's really, really great to have her back. A little bit about her. She's an author, speaker, teacher, and radio host. Her writing career began as a playwright, and she spent over 10 years writing and directing. She's the best-selling author of four novels and three spiritual memoirs for over 15 years. She has hosted Clear Story Radio on WRFN 107 point one fm from nashville and she's the host of three podcasts saints in limbo wish you were here stories of love and mayhem and the clear story podcast thank you for uh coming back on the program since we talked about uh station 11 i've, I've been excited to have you back on and i know we have another shared passion here with stranger Things. so thanks for joining yeah it's great to be here yep so let's um uh we're talking just the first seven episodes what's termed volume one here um It's a kickoff to we had to wait a little while for this one. There was obviously COVID like many shows like, um, you know, Ozark, Barry, Euphoria, a bunch of shows uh, that were planning to come out a little sooner, took a little longer. And this was one of them. But when it came, it came big. Um, The scope was large, you know, big, supersized episodes. And and, um, you know, the characters were dispersed as we'll get into. But uh, it was it was a wild ride. This volume one. I was wondering if you had some general thoughts on on the um, these first seven episodes, just to start. I do. I
0: do. I um, the first thing that I thought when I started watching it was honestly, oh my god, they're coming in too hot. They're yeah. just coming in too hot. Yeah. This is yeah. too much, too fast. And you know, now that I've had time to digest that mm-hmm. and go back and watch the first episode. But uh, to begin with, and you know what a fan I am of the show. Absolutely. But to begin with, it was like, wait, they're already stopping, starting with Hopper and The Message. And now we're back and we're already going there. And and now we have all these new characters that are introduced, like full on, full um, page. Yep. But I think what they accomplished in doing that was making it as if we never left. You know, so here we had this long break and the COVID shutdown and the troubles they had continuing. But if you watch the last episode of season three, and then you immediately were able to watch the first episode of season four, you're totally in that same energy and same space. And so I think on the other hand, they did a great job of capturing that energy instead of it taking six episodes to feel like you were back in the show.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, I guess the time frame too. When they picked up, it's it's very soon afterwards, and and that I mean that was a good tool to do to actually watch the end of season three to actually prepare yourself. But I think there's a lot of what you're saying. It, it really rings true. It it does feel like a lot when um you know there's at this point um there's a lot of characters to juggle. And I think you can feel some of the weight of that. Obviously it allows an opportunity to write this like really stretched out intertwined story and take it all these different places. But there, there, there's, there is a responsibility there to try to, you know, be true to all the characters, give them time, give them their, their, their just just Um, It's funny. I heard a, uh, or I read uh, Millie Bobby Brown, she was uh, talking about how she believes we should, uh, they should really take some more uh, bigger swings and bolder moves and kill some characters. She was like, because she was talking (laughs) about how there was, um, there was like a cast photo and she's like, there's 30 of us. This is really, really wild. But I will say that about, before we get into the story about that, you know, vast array of characters. It has been super delightful each season to be giving, you know these these gifts of these additional characters. I mean, I could think of two of the biggest ones as uh, Bob. I just love Bob. I miss Bob still, and um Robin. But even when we got Murray, it just I think Brett Gelman does oh, so yeah. a great. It's really he's like he's one of my favorite parts, especially this season. We'll talk about what's going on with him and Joyce. But uh, and then this season we got a, a really great one. Um, Argyle's fun, but uh, Eddie is really good. The D D. Uh, metalhead kind of Billy 2.0, but I mean, they, it's, it's really um, it, it's wild how they become such a part of the family so fast. I mean, if you think about it, it wasn't long that Max just joined us. And now Max is in, ingrained in the show as much as any of the kids, if you ask me, but I mean, this um, it, it's delightful, the additions they do each time. And, and it is, it's just, it, it's, it's a wonderful lovable. I mean, it's amazing how endearing so many of these characters are. Um, any thoughts on on, on the, uh, the the additions this year to the cast?
0: Well, to begin with, it, like I told you, it was just hitting me too much. <laughs> but uh, I now, after I've watched all these seven episodes mm. and, and I'm a little bit ahead of you and I've watched the yes. final two that we'll yep. talk about later, yep. now I don't feel that way. I think it was just the break, yeah. you know, that long break. And... I love the character of Robin and the chemistry and relationship he has, he has with Steve. Is yeah. it Steve? Yep. And their friendship love is it. just love so amazing. Yep. And she's she's great through Ooh. this entire thing. Yep. And um and yeah, Murray. He he, he's even better than he was, you know, last season. I think they've given him a little bit of a larger part, and Mm -hmm. he's really stepped into that role really well. And um,
1: comic relief with him too.
0: The you know the other thing I don't want to get ahead of you, but the other thing I really uh, love that they've done is the way they divided the core groups up into two different groups Mm -hmm. that are trying to accomplish something, and they um they both have new members in them yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah. you know and and but the ensemble of those two groups and then when they come together you know you know one of my favorite cuts is when they're riding the bikes yeah. and they get the bikes and they're in the um down under what is it called upside down they're That's in the enough. upside down world and they're riding the bikes and their their friends are riding the bikes and the mm-hmm. you know real right side up and yep. then they the shot you
1: know, yeah it's like a oh, great shot great yeah shot. it's really yeah. really really well yeah. done yeah that is great I mean it's always fun in casts like this and big casts. I think about it with Game of Thrones when you know a, a couple people who weren't together but go on a journey together and they get to know each oh, other yeah. in a different way and so there's different pairings that they've used and um yeah the I mean the story was divided up I mean let's just get right into it I mean we're starting off with 11 going to school um with no powers at this point. And this is, this is a big change. And I thought this um, along with unpacking a lot of Max's hurt about Billy, there was a lot of um, devastating moments with the fact that she did have, you know, no powers. You knew, you knew they would get to a point which they did with the episode, uh, the Nina project where they'd find some way to make it, where she got that back. But I mean, her without powers uh, facing these bullies led to some really, really devastating moments to start. Yes. And that was intense.
0: It was intense. And seeing her so um, broken when we're used to her being the hero, yep. that was very painful. Mm. And But it really was able to capture the angst of middle school where Absolutely. people began to start experiencing, I think, you know, this division into tribes and, and, and bullying and things like that.
1: Much worse than elementary
0: school, I would think. But I, I uh, think, yeah, it
1: was that I was painful. Serious. It was. Yeah. It was. It was super. It was was painful, and when mm-hmm. she fought back and <laughs> she did in a devastating, <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty intense <laughs> way. I mean, it was it was like earned. But I mean, at the same time, it's not. Well, that's what's fun. Just to continue on with eleven. Um, there's so many different pieces here, but one that just really captivates me, and I think is kind of at the heart of the show in a lot of ways is her. You know, trying to figure out explore her origin story and get to the heart of it and we're still doing that and each time they do that and take you back into the lab or whatever it's it's it, I find it really uh, impactful I want to know more I want I want to know more about all the other kids I'm just it's something mm-hmm. I find super fascinating myself but also just the idea of and we see it in the the, uh, uh, the massacre at Hawkins lab I mean is is she this superhero? Or is she? uh, And at times, this can be look like the case. Is she a monster who can't control herself? Right. It's really that that kind of at the heart of it. And and you, we all root for love her and want her to be it. But then when you see that massacre, which I have to say, it's what an unfortunate time that was released. They had to put on the uh, attack on the front of it. It was really. It was. It was actually. It was. I remember even watching and just being like, "That is." that is hard to see right now that is hard yeah. to see right now that yeah. was tough. but but it is um it is intense watching her trying to figure out who she is so her her storyline um from the bullying to the no powers to getting to the powers i thought it was incredibly well done um you know her um you know alludes to her missing hopper through you know whether the diorama or just everything i think they really did an excellent job with that part of the storyline
0: that was so precious and so heartbreaking and so sad. Love. Oh my gosh, you know, so I just like oh, but so well written because it it just really rang true. It didn't seem like they were putting on a show. Yeah, yeah, to to see her having all this power as a lot of people do in real life in one position. Yeah. But a lot of insecurity and nervousness in another part of life. You know, um so, but I also, I'm sorry, and the thought went right. Out. Oh, and the Papa character is back. Yes. Oh, yes. yes, what a a compressed, confusing, mm-hmm. yep. loving, faky, diabolical
1: Definitely. character
0: he is. Yes. You know.
1: An yeah. outstanding villain. I mean, just how close he is to her, and just kind of like the way she was reacting to him, certain parts of, of this volume one was really, really intense. Um so we also got, so we mentioned Hopper, we have him in a Soviet prison and some of, some of that. So I, I I think if I heard, and I try to avoid some criticism, I think if I heard uh, uh, any criticism about anything was maybe that storyline when I really, really enjoyed it. I thought he's a great, such a great actor out there. Dan's just an amazing actor. I like that Soviet. I can't think of his name that um, that guy, he was kind of in touch with that that was kind of helping them at times. I thought it was great. And then that also sets up um, one of the most fun parts of the ride. And, and it totally, this was a pretty more, I thought this was more intense of a season. I mean, like, I think they, they stepped up the brutality of the deaths a little bit, Um, a total shift to kind of 80 slasher nods. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but like there was, it was intense. It was really intense. And having getting to go with Joyce and Murray, on their ride to go save him and in the plane that 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 was I found that helpful joyful and fascinating and I almost I almost needed that I know some of the Soviet stuff was intense with his his foot and the whole thing that was really really tough but Joyce and Murray were a joy to watch this time I really enjoy I enjoyed the whole Soviet storyline I was I was I was a fan of it
0: oh no I needed it Needed I needed it, it exactly. because well, I needed it desperately, and I did not watch horror films after yeah. seeing The not? Exorcist as yeah. a teenager. Uh-huh. Uh, that was the end for me. <laughs> I did go no see. I did go see The Omen with Gregory Peck, uh-huh. and because of what happened immediately after that, involving a a demon dog standing in the middle of the road <laughs> looking at us. I was like, I'm out. That's, I'm it. Out for That's good. it. So when they, not only did they come in hot, they came in horror yeah. hot, right? Yeah, they did. They and did. so they pushed that button a little bit. I wondered if they pushed it too far for the younger viewers. Yeah, I was thinking I'm interested, about it. I don't know. you're I know you watch with your 11 year old daughter yeah. and I'm interested. How did that affect her? Which was, is she more desensitized than I am to yeah, that? Abs- thing?
1: Absolutely. Then, then I am as well. It's really, really intense. And the way I was trying to think about it, I was thinking maybe, um, they're taking kind of the level up a little bit, assuming that some of the people who might've been younger were kind of growing up with the show and were getting to the point where they can hear it, but she's, uh, in a unique way, pretty, um, can really, really handle that stuff. Some of like, she was almost, um, Laughing a little bit at some of the 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 crunchy noises of the body, hey, I'm just oh my god, fully,
0: oh,
1: yes. fully cringing on that whole thing. And and um, yeah, she's been she's been for a while asking asking to kind of step up the game and see some different things. And and I think it's one of the reasons she likes the stuff. And I did. I'll admit that I um I got really soft as I get older. I used to really like um uh, the eighty slasher movies, and I I don't know what happened at some point. I think the horror genre kind of shifted a little bit to kind of like torture porn and the saws and stuff like that and i'm just like you were saying i'm just like i can't i really i I, I started feeling more vulnerable in life and as i got older but um that uh, that does lead us right to what we need to talk about next i think and that's the villain and so um i thought i just love that they it's, it's, it's always interesting. Like, what are they going to bring from the outside down? What's, how are they going to tell this story? And it, it was this Vecna story and it ended up having a deeper, uh, uh, you know, a deep, um, you know, uh, this, this, what I thought was a super compelling background story with the, uh, the Victor Creel stuff. And, and, but um, uh, I, I just, just the look first off of Vecna, Vecna, I thought was outstanding. There was this kind of more practical effects and makeup, with the cgi so the, like also he's moving and stuff and and he was um you know he's an obvious nod to freddy krueger meaning that he's he's he that's nightmare on elm street um where he was preying on teenagers and teenage trauma and everything like that and they went so far as to bring that nod home by having um uh the uh uh why can't i think of robert U- Ugland? I say right. Who plays Freddy Krueger? He played Victor Creel in the prison, so they had him come in, come in and play that role with the, the no eyes and stuff. So they did, um, I, 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 you know, uh, big big hat tip to that. But um, it was intense how he was praying on teen trauma. He looked amazing. I was super impressed with Vecna. What did you think of Vecna? Scary. Uh,
0: <laughs> just scary. Uh, yep. Well done. Yep. And and um, I, I did see some of the uh, outtakes of somewhere on YouTube or something where they were do they were showing him going in for the makeup, the actor yeah. and all the layers and the things and building him that helped it, me a little bit so yeah. that I could watch it. But um, yeah, it, I do like the fact that it's more of a, um, you know, the monsters we had last season or, or, you know, kind of oddly shaped, or just yeah. sort of things we haven't seen before, unless it's more of an alien kind yeah. of mm-hmm. e- creature. But he is much more traumatizing, much more frightening, and much more of a grown-up upside down. Yeah. Of- you know uh going into a darker place
1: absolutely Um, absolutely but
0: but that's why i I took a breath every time we went to beat on those chains in russia i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) this may be rough but i'm i'm down with it definitely give me murray
1: give me them them hunting out dustin's girlfriend uh up in utah
0: bringing that up i love that they hunt out dustin's girlfriend and what a strange what did they call the man in charge of the house where all these gifted kids are? But they,
1: yeah, I'm they asking. call him
0: Papa or Daddy yeah. or yeah. something.
1: Yeah, I and think he, it was Papa,
0: and what a weird,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, upside down kind of thing mm-hmm. to yeah. have, you know. So, I wonder if they're going to revisit that in see another season, yeah. you know, in the next season, which I, I guess is the final
1: season. It I is, think it is the complete oh, yeah. season coming yeah. up, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, it just it, it, it really, I mean, they go all in. And and like you said, initially with the story and everything, but we're also talking about just the scope. I mean, I think they're giving them almost like 30 million in an episode and you can see it in the episode. and there's, Oh, you can. You know, like you were even alluding to the dancing between the Upside Down and the real world. There was times where they were looking through to, at each other. Oh, yeah. And it, it just all looks absolutely perfect. Everything looks perfect. All the, it, it just... And it's a lot. It's a lot of CGI, but it's just seamless between it. And, you know, so obviously the the money is well spent. I did like um, and uh, I almost wish there was more of this. I like how they kind of put in the the Satan panic, the Satanic panic uh, storyline that kind of um, you know alludes to what people, um, you know, a lot of people were saying in the 80s. I use Stranger Things as um, I find it, you know, escapism and a lot of fun. Uh, while scary sometimes, but I'd also, I I would like to see that even though we're going into the fifth season. Some of you know, 80s headlines or 80s storylines pushed into it some way. And I thought that was a fun one that they did there. But um, just looking at the episodes right here, that was one that really stands out. I mean, Max really got her own one this time. And I thought that was very, I was very earned. Sadie Sink, who plays her, um, was amazing. I thought it was also important to have something like that, I mean, it led to uh, a big Kate Bush moment, but um, and, and but like her brother did die, and she is a main character at this point. And revisiting that and getting getting to see her reconcile and deal with that, I, I thought that was very important. And and I'm glad they, you know, uh, decided to use a whole episode on that.
0: Oh, I did too. And they they also did a great job of tying in her
1: relationship
0: and coming back and revisiting that and, and they'll probably do some more of that to come in. And, and, um, and the little sister that being grown up and still being yes. the smart ass that she yes. is and yep. being fearless, you know, she's just fearless. Like this is what we need to do. Mm. I love the way that they had the different groups of the authority, the adults yeah. are, you have the group that are threatening. You never know if they're good or bad, if yep. they're helping you or if they're going to lock you up. Mm-hmm. And then you have the ones like Joyce and Hopper, and Murray, that you know are the good guys, or yeah. um, or some of the the other ones and the that were that were definitely good. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> oh, the the in the shootout. <clears throat> Excuse me.
1: Yeah.
0: In the shootout where you have oh the guys goodness. that are guarding them. And then you had the bad guys come in to yes. kill the
1: kids that are what there. An intense shootout. I didn't expect that at all out of Stranger Things. No,
0: no, I didn't either. And that was really, that was really intense. They Probably came, they well came in. And then they had the the one good cop or or the cops that were there were good cops, yeah. and they were saying he was going to stay behind me and I'll get you out, you know yeah. and um yeah, So I just I love that even though they have the adults that are like okay these guys are shady yeah. and all they're about is about power and but then you know they are portraying uh, adults in a in a positive light too and then of course they do so good even with taking it up to a greater kind of more intense horror and a more realistic supernatural evil um power you know that's coming on board is is a the comedy they continue yeah. to string right in there, in every single episode yep. is—it's it's so
1: crucial.
0: And it is so crucial finding that got,
1: balance. Is finding so the balance? Yeah,
0: yeah. The the pizza dude, you know, and, yeah. and the ridiculous Argyle. pizza That's... band, Argyle, yeah. yeah, and and just um, you know the the stupidity of that of that character in that age and you you kind of want to go well they went a little bit too far with him but I think, think they did I, a,
1: but it's still it, fun
0: they pushed it a little bit it's, little it's bit. fun they pushed it a little bit too yeah. hard um but I think back to that age and like there probably was one dude in school who, who, who pushed it <laughs> too was, far
1: himself too
0: right it was yeah. just like that yeah. you know so um uh, yeah, yeah he's just that guy he's just that guy
1: yeah. yeah, it's, it's wild Thunder. just hearing us like, you know, kind of going back and forth with all these pieces and kind of reminding each other about moments. It's so much to juggle. And at the end of the day, it just it, it, to me, it seems like it's working through these seven episodes and, and enjoyable and they're balancing. and they You know, some some of the characters I feel might be taking a little bit more of a backseat than they would. But I mean, over, overall, I think the balance is good. And and something I want to speak before we wind up is like I'm really blown away. Um, by the 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 uh uh phenomenon that is stranger things. And I know it this speaks to the promotional money spent. You know, when I'm seeing I live in New York, and we're seeing buses with the full raft and like a portal on the side. I've been seeing pictures of portals in di- like London and different parts, the Empire State Building completely lit up with Vecna and just I know. Like, it's wild and it, it beautiful, well crazy? done. Yeah, and, yeah. And then also I'm seeing uh, um, in my neighborhood, kids and parents walking around with like Stranger Things shirts more and more. And it's oh, yeah. like, there's like a buzz. And, and, and uh, you know, uh, the fact that it blew up Kate Bush's song running up that hill in you know, this major, major way. And I love that. I love that that they spoke to like the power of music in that episode. Oh, which so perfectly. I thought, was
0: perfectly, cool. I thought so it was cool. perfectly Yeah, yeah. It's, I could see how so something like that cool. cheesy.
1: But I love that they, were, they, that they spoke, especially maybe at that age when you're first discovering that in music there's something special there but oh yeah but i think now at my
0: age still in the oh, middle I agree. of funk I agree. Yeah, you totally. hear that song that yeah. pulls you out of
1: everything. all of it you it's know everything.
0: Everything, it's everything. Such, it's everything such power and i
1: went to um uh the other day um because we're stranger things nerds me, me and my daughter went to something called the stranger things experience that they're yeah. having a couple cities. It was one of it was one of the most amazingly produced. I'll go to pop ups around here that for different shows I like, and most of them, most of them aren't that good at all, to be honest. This was incredibly produced. At one point, they put like 3D glasses on and take you basically in the upside down. It's it was it was unbelievable. Then it opens up at the end of it end of it, and you're hanging out in like the Star Court Mall. And you'd like eating and drinking oh. and hanging out. I'm like, this is heaven. I'll
0: have to look for that. That would be great. If it comes love- to any other
1: cities, <laughs> I, I fully fully recommend it. It was one of it was one of the most impressive things, and it was it was selling out on days. I mean, the people were coming in. It was just like this phenomenon, really. And you know, the hype benefit of releasing it in two parts, and and just yeah. I mean, I think about when Ozark um, kind of uh, closed its last seasons. I expected there to like be a different feel or more talk um it it, it, that's what i'm seeing in stranger things i mean this one this show has really really struck a chord and um i know it's out and i know you've seen it um but i'm i have to wait till um till the till i pick up my daughter from camp or around the 24th of uh july to watch the last two i made a promise to watch it with her at the end so um i i hope we can talk about those two episodes after that would you come back on river
0: I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm sitting here the whole time just biting you my tongue.
1: It's such to a good not job. Say,
0: To it's, not say anything about those two things. It's hard episodes. to
1: talk about a, a section of a show when you don't when you know the other things. Can I ask you just to get a little taste? Was there satisfaction? I mean, how did you how did you just feel about it? I don't think that would spoil anything for me. Excellent. Amazing.
0: Just excellent. Amazing. And and how many. I'd love, yeah, the total, totally satisfied with the the, so the ending that will lead into the final season. Just it, they couldn't have done a better job. They really yeah. couldn't have done a better job. So. Um, you do lose some characters, but I'm not going to tell you who. Oh wow! Great. I know. Um, I need, I need and, to stay away from yeah, all the information. Yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah didn't, stay I've, away. I've things like
1: uh, hit on social media and like oh, muted yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's a that's a that's a good teaser though. And so we'll be back to talk about that. Um, it just I'm just still having such a good time with the show. High level of escapism. It's the nostalgia still hits so hard. It, it, it's it, there's some deepness, but there's some fun. It's really hitting and. I know the season five, they got some big plans and we'll talk about more next time. There's gonna be some big episodes again, Um, you know, another closing finale, big episode as well. I think the writing of this summer will be released in, I think February if I'm right of 2022, but a lot to look forward to and can't wait to have you back on. So River, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Thank you, I loved it, loved it. And thank you everyone out there for once again, joining the party.